0: Hi, this is Nicholas Backstrom. Caps fans, don't forget to catch the Caps This Morning podcast every weekday on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever you get your podcasts. This
1: is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Capitals ready to face the avalanche tonight. Head coach Peter Laviolette joins us as the homestand comes to a close and Ben chats with Tom Galitti from NHL.com. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, October the 19th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the final game of a season-opening three-game homestand tonight as the Capitals take on the Colorado Avalanche at 7 o'clock on ESPN+. And Hulu streaming tonight. Caps tonight looking for five points out of a possible six to start the new season before heading to New Jersey on Thursday. Congratulations in order for Alex Ovechkin, named yesterday as the NHL's second star of the week. He scored three goals, notched five points in two games during week one of the season. Anje Kopitar of the LA Kings was the number one star of the week. He scored four times to lead the NHL during opening week. From practice yesterday, we may see Connor McMichael for the first time this season tonight. McMichael took line rushes alongside Connor Sherry and TJ Oshie on Monday morning. Hendricks LaPierre also was out late with the Extra Skaters. Head coach Peter Laviolette will join me later on in the show. We'll discuss a number of things, including goalie management, Martin Ferravari a little bit of Connor McMichael, and a good start for the defense. But yesterday at practice, he told Assembled Media that Nicholas Backstrom is still, quote, at the beginning of the process, unquote, regarding his road back to good health and the Washington lineup. Backstrom wasn't seen skating yesterday morning prior to the team's 11 a.m. skate. No other details given by the head coach, but it would seem the Capitals are still in search of some positive news regarding his status. Hopefully we see him back on practice ice on a regular basis sometime soon. With that, we say good morning to Ben, who is standing by with Tom Gallitti from NHL.com. Hello, Ben.
0: Hi, hey John. Appreciate it. And with Tom Gallitti from NHL.com, Tom, small sample size, very small sample size, two games in, but a 1-0-1 record from the Capitals. Big picture here, Tom. I, I thought defensively they've played very well. It maybe doesn't necessarily get headlines, but two high-octane offenses in the Rangers and Lightning. Laying the groundwork early on, maybe, but a solid foundation defensively. What have you thought about their play in terms of, again, limiting a couple of high-octane offenses, especially at even strength?
2: I think they definitely had done a pretty good job the first two games. I thought game one was better than game two. I think the, the first two periods, in particular, against Tampa, that I think there were some chances that Tampa had that they missed the net, or Vitek Vanacek bailed them out a few times. Uh, so I think that was part of it, too. Um, but yeah, in, in general, I think that they were pretty happy with the way they played defensively, the way they moved the puck out of their zone. Uh, pretty efficiently so far against, like you said, some, two teams that have, have some good uh, uh, scoring firepower.
0: Peter LaViolette acknowledged as well Vitek Vanacek on occasion bailing out, covering up some turnovers in front of him. He's been really good. Again, only two games, small sample size. Well, what have you thought about Vanacek? What has stood out in these two appearances that have maybe been a little bit of a surprise that he started both, but to his credit, he's done very well.
2: Uh, I think he earned game two with game one. They played really well against the Rangers. Like the first, maybe the save totals haven't been high because they haven't faced a lot of shots, but the first period against the Rangers, he was their best player and probably the reason why, you know, that game was, you know, was 0-0 after one, and, and then the Capitals kind of found their game after that, and I think it was sort of similar, there were some stretches in the game in Tampa where he had to bail them out and and, and keep, uh, keep the score, it was either one nothing or 0-0 mm-hmm. at the time, so yeah, I think he's played really well, he's made some, you know, he's covered up for some mistakes, there were some turnovers, uh, like Peter Lavillette was was saying about some turnovers where they, they ended up with some really good chances, and he made a good saves on them, and or there was a couple, I remember there was a particular scramble in front where he made a cu- couple of saves on Perry in front, I believe, mm-hmm. and again, in the Tampa Bay game, so yeah, I, I've been very very impressed with the way he has played the first two games and be interesting to see where they as they go forward here how you know how much of those the playing load he gets because he's played pretty well
0: to that point bigger picture we're looking ahead now but at some point regardless of who it is would you sense there's an appetite to have one of them start quite a few games in succession build a a little bit of of you know a run in that capacity or are you buying that it could very much be 1a 1b and and back and forth ping pong they go i i I think
2: in general we're going to see back and forth a by committee thing but I think we could see some stretches where someone plays a few games in a row and you know that you know the guys playing well you stick with them but I think I don't think they want either of these guys to sit too long and the way the schedule is going to set up especially as we get deeper into the season you're going to need both goalies so I I don't want I don't think they want you know Ilya Samson off to sit for too long and but I do, I do think there's an opportunity right now for Vitek Vanacek to play a bunch of games early in the season because the way the schedule is spread out. And if he's playing well, you're not going to switch too much.
0: I right, know Nick Backstrom to start the season looking for, among others, because Kuznetsov to do heavy lifting. Again, it's only two games. I keep saying that, but two games. He's been very easy on the eyes. He's looked very good with the puck. He's using the wheels. He looks engaged. Your thoughts on on what has stood out with Kuznetsov, and and maybe the importance, the significance of it as he looks to, to bounce back this season.
2: I, w- I would say, yes, small sample size, two gains. Also inc- include uh, camp and preseason. He's looked pretty good there, th- really from the first day of camp. So all positive signs for him, and and they need him. Like Nick Baxstrom is out, they need him to be net's up at his best, and he's so far he's been he's been pretty high up there. There's things that he does for this team that nobody else can do. the the way he can carry the puck up ice on the power play when he's sharp and involved that makes a big difference for them. They're getting set up and everything like that. And he's he's been good at that the first two games. He's been involved. You know, they've been using him on the penalty kill some. Yeah. I think it, so. That's also kept him involved, and, and they kind of need him there too. So it's it's been an interesting mix to see him. You know, the coach tr- showing trust in him, and he continuing to earn that trust, and that's something to keep an eye on as as the season goes
0: on, obviously. Exactly. We'll see if the sample size grows and how he continues to build off a strong star. Tom Galitti from NHL.com. Appreciate it as always, Tom. Thank you very much, sir. Thank
1: you, Ben. Appreciated, fellas. Ben and Tom Galitti from NHL.com. Yesterday, after practice, I sat down with a man who is now the winningest American-born head coach in NHL history. Peter Laviolette passed John Tortorella with his opening night win last week against the Rangers. Among our discussion points, the defense, Dennis Cholosky's timetable for getting in the lineup, what the line of Anthony Mantha, Lars Heller, and Daniel Sprong need to do tonight against the Avalanche, and what to expect as far as the goalie rotation of Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov as we go through the month of October. Well, Coach, with two games in the books, not many high-danger chances against. I think there was only one in the game against the Rangers, a tough team like Tampa Bay, and the shot suppression that came there. How are you feeling about the defense here through two games?
3: There's been a lot of good things defensively. We made a couple of changes, and there's been a lot of good changes in personnel first, but then a couple changes in the way we go about our business. And there's been a lot of good things. The shots were down in camp. The shots were down in the first two games as well. The second game against Tampa, there was a, our goalie needed to be a little bit sharper and made some big saves in there. And so, but they're more they're more coming off off of um, turnovers and what we're doing with the puck as opposed to defensive zone structure. So I feel like if we can clean that up a little bit, we've given up some point playing chances just by not executing with the puck. And so when that turns around. I feel like we can become even better, you know, less shots, less quality shots where our goaltenders aren't so stressed out. So it's been good. There's been a lot of good things. I still think that there's room for improvement and a lot of it is um, self-inflicted and we can clean that up.
1: Martin Farivari on the back end through two games. Again, all the things we've been talking about going to the preseason into the regular season, the poise. I mean, he just doesn't look like a guy who has just a handful of games in the NHL. He seems to have fit in pretty seamlessly.
3: I think one of the big things is just his maturity. Like his, when I say maturity, it comes from a mental standpoint. It certainly comes from a physical standpoint. Um, it makes him look like he's belongs in the NHL. Um, sometimes with young players, they they look like they're trying to figure it out, both physically and mentally. He's had experience now for quite a few years playing pro hockey and so this step I feel like he's ready for it he's playing with a good partner in John Carlson I think his speed has been excellent he's done a lot of good things there's been some some things where we need him to move pucks a little bit quicker or a little bit more efficiently but we show him those things and so it's an opportunity to teach Kevin McCarthy sits with him and goes through with those things and just tries to clean him up a little bit but for the most part our defense has been good and Marty's been a part of that he's done a good job so far
1: You mentioned goaltending briefly and would Vita has done to the first two games, giving you a chance to win in both for sure. And then Elias Samsonov there. How tough is it when you have, and for Scotty Murray too, I suppose, when you don't have any back to backs in October? So trying to be able to find a place for Elite to get in, or you want to keep Vitek hot. How much of a high wire act, I guess, is it to try and find the workload for these guys? It you know it it is Vitek's
3: been terrific. Like he's uh, he's really played well and. Um, given us an opportunity. There were some big saves, especially in the second period against the Rangers, sorry, uh, right in the first period against the Rangers where we weren't sharp, and then in the second period against Tampa where we needed to be better, and our goaltending had to be on point, and I thought it was. So Vitek you know, gets credit for that. He, was, he had a good camp, and he followed up with two really good games, and goaltending hasn't been an issue you're right about it with regard. You want to get guys in there and you want to play, but I'm also looking to, if there's a guy, if one of the two guys wants to establish themselves as the guy, I'm certainly up for that. So, you know, everybody's going to play here at the beginning. Uh, we'll get guys in. Uh, McMichael will come into the lineup and we're probably going to get a look at Samson off, but in the end, guys will push each other for ice time and positioning.
1: I guess, too, with the acquisition of Dennis Cholosky coming in from Seattle, when you've got guys that are going pretty good on defense, but you also want to take a look and see what you have in him. A little bit of a high-wire egg there, too, I guess. It
3: It is. Um, we'll probably be a little bit more patient with him, just because the six guys that we have going right now, I think have done a good job through the end of training camp and to start the season, and so I, I do believe that he could be a, an addition that may help us out. It gives us good depth. It's a good young player that can skate and move the puck, we'll, we'll find the right opportunity to get him going as well.
1: Last thought on the second line. We've seen Alex Sovechkin has been terrific, of course, and Evgeny Kuznetsov pretty brilliant through two games, too. A little quiet on the second line. What are you seeing, not seeing from the second line you'd like to see more of? Well, I mean, the... You know the conversations that I have
3: with some of the guys that I think can pick it up and get going offensively, oftentimes have to do with the decisions with the puck and then the puck battles themselves. And so, you know, the, the opposition's transition kills any sort of offense. So you got to hang on to the pucks. You got to make plays with the puck. And then when things are in question and there's battles, I just think a heavier compete level inside the battles. So those are the things that we talk to the team about and we show them. You know, when we when we're careless with the puck and we just throw it to the middle, hoping that we might hit somebody, how quick it turns around and it's just down in our end playing defense or a scoring chance and so that when we when we manage the puck and if, uh, if we can get you know some some of the guys some of the lines just to manage the puck just a little bit better I feel like the offense will stay in the offensive zone and they can generate more offense that way.
1: Always appreciate the time with a head coach Peter Laviolette joining me here as the Caps take it on Colorado tonight. A quick Eastern Conference note related to the Caps game this past Saturday night and not good news for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Nikita Kucherov may be out long-term. Kucherov left Saturday night's game with the Capitals after an awkward collision with Garnet Hathaway and didn't come back. After the game, Lightning head coach John Cooper said that it wasn't day-to-day with Kucherov and that he's going to miss some time. Lightning insider Eric Erlinson reported that surgery Be involved. Kucherov missed the entirety of the 2021 season after undergoing hip surgery, but returned for the playoffs and, of course, played a key role for the Lightning in winning their second of back to back Stanley Cups. It's a huge loss for the Bolts, but they've had to live without him before. It's the Caps and the Colorado Avalanche, 7 o'clock tonight. Again, a reminder that tonight's game is on ESPN and Hulu. It's going to be different than you're used to. It'll be streamed. It's not on regular cable. So to watch the game, you're going to need to have Hulu and get the ESPN Plus add-on. If you can't watch the game for whatever reason, we got you covered later on today starting at four o'clock. Ben will have Caps Game Day here on Caps Radio 24-7. Our game coverage tonight not only here, but on 106.7 a fan in DC. That gets started at 645. In the meantime, have a great game day and Have a great Tuesday, everyone. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock, let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.